short uh so pay attention can you afford uh everyday conversation decision making breakdown point of views of course he say she say see how we play real life issues hit the replay debate in politics what sport you profit with today's world news food for thought so come get a plate pull up All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Daily Dollar Short Podcast. As always, your hosts are here. It's your boy, Martin. I got my partner in crime, Marla, with me. What's good, sir? We're good, brother. I'm uh, fully vaccinated and COVID negative. Hey, I'm bro, that, that part. What the what, what juvenile said, ain't no fucking if we ain't vaccine. <laughs> Vax the thing up. You already know. Backs uh, that thing up. Say little mama, yeah. backs that thing up. So, you know it's getting real out here, man. You know that. Hey, bro, look. Uh, the block is hot in the worst kind of way. Um, this this, this is people people tripping. Oh, not that many people dying. People dying. So let's let's not let's not try to minimize deaths. Not that no, many people are not. dying. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cases are rising, and now you have to wear your mask or get vaccinated. Right, because I tell you right now, back, 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 back. Give me six feet, because if you don't, I will rock your shit. <laughs> That's Simple not the truth, though. Huh? <laughs> six feet, though. Duh, I got a, I got a, I got a full foot long gumbo paddle, plus my extension. We good. You, you nah, within six be... feet, dog. You could get it. That gumbo give paddle. Give me a bag. Are you the bat? Give me a bat. Right, that gumbo paddle, four feet way. long, dog. It's like a mini boat paddle. Dog, it mm. get, get at work. I'm good got with the that, bat. Got that slim handle with that wide mouth. Say, bro. It give everybody that work. <laughs> Equal that, opportunity. Though. Don't discriminate. And I got a long piece of bamboo. I could take it back to the little Japanese Chinese movies. Little Crash and Tiger hit and whip that ass. <laughs> All that. that part. I'm cool with that, though. Crash and Tiger hitting back the fuck up. That part. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, but simple PSA. Get vaccinated. If you don't feel comfortable being being vaccinated, and I know for some people that's a concern for people that have medical conditions or medical issues, or they have reactions to medicine and things like that. I get it. I, I respect it. I understand it. You know, be safe. Wear a mask. Social distance. Do all the stuff you you can do to stay as safe as possible, not just for yourself, but for everybody else. Cause that's what it's about. It ain't just about you. You can do whatever you can do to keep safe. It's the other people that we gotta think about. Yeah, and also get tested too. I mean, get if tested, you know you're man. not if you don't believe the vaccination, you mask up and that's keep cool. Let them tested. people put that Make thing sure. up your nose. Mm-hmm. Let yep. them people put that thing up your nose. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Now, now is not the time to be concerned about getting tested. Getting tested is what you need to do, one way or another. A- add it in with your regular monthly, quarterly, or yearly tests. Just Absolutely. do it a lot more frequently than that. Because uh, that's the only way to get into the Saints games now. Now wear a mask, be vaccinated, be negative tests. I mean, that's, All that. that's what it is now. So. All that. So, well, my brother getting right into it. Um. You know, this is an interesting situation. Uh, people are calling my boy Mike Teasy 
Yeah, slam ball. Thomas, call it bar, slam baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, MT thirteen. They they calling Deep, him a diva. diva. They calling him out his name. They talking bad about him. And I just want people to know we don't know the whole story. Yeah, Cub got ninety six million dollars. Cub got all the bread, and that's cool. And and here's the thing. I think he's worth every penny of it. I think he's top. He's easily top 10. And you can make an argument for top five wide receiver in the league. I feel like top Mm. five is an interchangeable list depending on the season. You can, you, you have a strong argument for top 10 every year if he's healthy and top five is just interchangeable. Because yeah. the, the year he had, he was the year he was number one in receptions. He was number like two or three in yards. Number he's top ten in touchdowns. You make the argument for number one receiver in the league. Cud had like 120 receptions, over a thousand yards, like eight or nine TDs, something like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, if that don't put you as number one receiver in the league, you know the production is there, the consistency is there. He catch everything that's thrown on him, and you know the he, and the thing is. You know the ball's being thrown at him, and you still can't stop it. That's what we used to say about Anquan Bolden. That's what we used to say about Chad Johnson. That's what we used to say about T.O. That's what you say about Randy Moss. Because after Chris Carter was gone, you knew you knew uh, uh, Carl Pepper was throwing the Moss. Every time. And you couldn't stop it. The only thing is, though, that, you know, he ain't going deep, though. We know that, though. He went deep plenty of times. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. He could have gone deep, but he played within the the offense as it was schemed with a quarterback who did not have the biggest arm in the NFL. And he still dominated. Because let's be real. I mean, like, who else? What other receiver really puts up numbers like him when healthy? DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. Okay, so that's two of the top five receivers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that's no, I'm, not, I'm not diminishing his, you know, his upside as top five, top ten. No, not at all. My only issue with him is he's very, very sensitive. The littlest thing will tick him off, and he's going to bitch about it that he got into it with. Um, you bought Devontae Parker last year about, you know, what's tougher, uh, defending Michael Thomas or um, I think it was Stephon Gilmore covering, something like that. It was like some – and Parker picked Gilmore because he's often gone against him. Right. And Michael Thomas was type of way about that. I'm like, bro, I got nothing to do with you. Like, that's his answer. Like, why are you getting your feelings? And then he got into it last year with your boy from uh, Tampa Bay, the corner, yeah. Carlton Davis. I'm like, bruh, he shut you down the playoffs. Why are you still talking? Like, come on, man. Like, okay. you just do too much. So, so let's be real. We want our receivers to have an attitude. T.O. had an attitude when he was in Philly. He had, T.O. had an attitude everywhere anyway, he though. was. Every, everywhere. Every T- the only place T.O. Tio didn't start with an attitude in San Francisco because he played at the end of Rice's career in San Francisco. 
but it came mm -hmm. shortly thereafter. Tio, a few years in, had an attitude in Frisco. He had an attitude in Dallas. He had an attitude in Philly. Mm -hmm. And Tio had an attitude in Cincinnati for the brief time he was there. So we want our best receivers to have that attitude. We want our best receivers to, to, to feel like they're the best. You can't, I mean, now mind you, that ain't all of them because Devontae Parker don't, I mean, not Devontae, Devontae Adams don't say nothing. He's, he's more or less, he's more or less quiet and just put that work in. Uh, Marcus Colston was another guy who was quiet and put that work in. And, yes. you know, the, the, the one thing I don't like about it is, though, quiet receivers in New Orleans get overlooked. Mm. Marcus Colston never had a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he definitely should have made at least one. Marcus Colston regularly agree. had 80 or 90 catches a year and a thousand yards. Regularly. I agree. Regularly. Marcus Colston has better numbers than some Hall of Fame receivers and never made a Pro Bowl and probably won't make the Hall of Fame. So yeah. so in in his particular in this particular instance, I'm like, yeah, talk your ish because you play in a quote-unquote smaller market and you trying to get you need to be recognized because you are you know top five in the league you know you you in an argument for best receiver in the nfl at any given point in time so i feel like you got to make a little bit of noise to get properly recognized in in new orleans I understand that, but I guess my issue is more so he's going about the wrong way in which he goes off on social media. That's the issue. I don't have a problem with him like, you know, one is respect and he want to be, you know, that top dog, alpha mm -hmm. dog. I have no problem with that. How he plays on the field, how he's always, you know, you know, stretching his stuff. He's always flexing. Okay, cool. I'm cool with that. I'm talking mm -hmm. about more off the field shit. Like, he just does the most, especially – when it's like the playoffs and he's at home and he's like tweeting this shit at people. Wait, like, bro, okay. chill okay. out. You, you're what home. Dog? Why are you look, talking? Look, can yeah. you do the same thing in the NBA? Look, I'm going to say this. He ain't getting arrested. He ain't involved in no domestic violence. He ain't, he ain't got none of that going around. So you know what? And then let's keep it 100. Because of Zenio or whatever it is after our generation, because of baby, he early 20s. So he's like 20, 28. Not 28. He's 28. Michael Thomas ain't 28, dog. He's 28. Check no. the sleeper, sleeper app. Go to sleeper app. Look at Michael Thomas. He's 28 uh, years old. Michael Thomas 28. Mm-hmm. You know, spring chicken, brother. All right, I gotta look it up because look at it, look it up. You're gonna see 28 years old. Yeah, cause twenty. Okay, twenty eight. All right. So, cause a baby millennial. All right, cool. But, I mean, I'm still befuddled by that. But he's still seven years <laughs> younger than us. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. So six, seven years. All right. So you. there's a gap there. That being yeah. said, he just he he's a different generation. You know, and they do things differently. Do you have an issue, though, with the timing of his surgery? I don't. I'll say this. There's been plenty of other players that have opted for non-surgical options 
who have later had to get surgery. And the Saints have a history of their medical staff being a suspect. Devin Bro. Yep. So, with that being said, I mean, and here's the thing. Like, unless he had torn ligaments or fractures that needed pins and screws or something, you know, something that needed stabilization, if he got a second opinion and the opinion was he could let it heal and it, it would heal naturally, then, then do that. I mean, you save yourself from somebody cutting on you. And that, because here's the thing. When you get cut on, you open yourself to a host of other issues, infection and so on and so forth. So I, I think of Alex Smith, who, who had, you know, he had a gruesome leg injury, but he had to have multiple surgeries. And one of the surgeries was because one of his, he got infection after surgery. And he had sepsis. He had, his, he, he had bacteria got into his blood and he had an infection in his blood and it almost killed him. So that's a real concern every time you go under the knife. For any Your surgical boy, issue, procedure. Uh, like last year, uh, Tyrod Taylor had an issue with the- Tyrod Taylor, exactly. So, you know, they accidentally, well, no, Tyrod Taylor, he was getting a shot in the chest and they accidentally punctured his lung. Oh, so that's a little yeah. different. But that being said, anytime you're dealing with a procedure that's invasive in any way, it has a risk for potential harm greater than what it is. So I don't, I don't exactly fault him for, for not having the surgery then. I don't like that he didn't communicate with the team for months because mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of communication. So I feel like you have to communicate with your team. You have to communicate with your employer. Absolutely. So that's if, that's uh, a big if thing. You avoid a phone call from your boss. Like that's a problem, especially for and, more than a month. That's a problem. Right. And even more so, like like when you're talking about you're you're playing a professional sport, it's not just a job. It's it's like you're you're involved in a much deeper level than you go and clock clock in, do your job and clock out. So for you to I not would. have any contact for multiple months for you to avoid the team for multiple months, for you to not have contact with coaches or training staff or whoever for multiple months, that's an issue. And But honestly, I feel like, okay, there's something probably deeper going, on, going wrong here. There's something that's not being said, which that kind of lends to the tweet he put out about they'll damage your reputation, but his silence will protect theirs. Part of me thinks that if Drew Brees did not retire, I think Michael Thomas would have had that surgery. Because knowing that he has to deal with Taysom Hill or James Winston as his quarterback for this year, I was like, bro, <laughs> he already knows a major downgrade from Drew Brees. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try the rehab thing. And by training camp, I'm still not right. I'm going to have surgery. I think he did it on purpose. I believe that. I don't think it's on purpose, but that's a fair thought. Like, I'm gonna say this. He had, I mean, he ain't really had time to play with either one of them last year. 
when Drew was hurt. Mm-hmm. So there, there's no real rapport there. There's no real race relationship there. So now, you know, he's going in there without without a real background or chemistry with either one of these guys. And it's, yeah, it's concerning. It's like, you know, what what is the season going to look like? But I think at the same time, as a player, if you're a player and a competitor and an athlete, you know, you want to be out there. You want to compete. You want to, you know, you, you're with 50, 51, 52 other guys, however many people they have on the roster now, who put their bodies on a line to play a sport to win games. So... I feel like there's a certain degree of camaraderie and you want to be out there. Yeah. Um, I just think to speaking to that point is when he was given the option to have surgery, like after the season was over, which is like what January, February, he said, okay, he's about 12 to 16 weeks for thing to heal. He opted for the surgery in February, such so when March, April, May, June. He'd be healthy enough for June, uh, for June like minicamp, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be a perfect time to get out there. We're gonna get with James Winston, get with Tyson Hill, get that chemistry building. But the fact that you know he took the approach of not to have surgery to you know do rehab and all that good stuff is now you putting your team in the bind because without you. What they have besides Kamara? Well, so was like, I, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, and I get that. I mean, but it's one of those things. Like, you you go in with the expectation that okay, this is gonna heal naturally, and it doesn't. And you know, I'll like that. But this is thing isn't he's not the only person this has happened to before. Mind you, he's probably higher profile. But this happened to uh, I want to say was it last two years ago? It happened to Deshaun Jackson. Okay, he uh hurt his core or something like that. Right, they were opted to let it heal naturally and then ended up having to have surgery anyway. Yeah, basically. Okay, so and Deshaun Jackson, fairly high profile receiver. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so I mean, mind you, much later stage in his career than Michael Thomas, but. You know, all right, so we see how it happens. But I just, I think a lot was misconstrued. I think a lot was perceived badly. I think, uh, I think there's a lot more going on than what we actually know. And even more to that, I don't think it was, I think it was blown out of proportion much more than could have than it should have been because he never requested a trade that you know the the rumors have been circling since last year so now here we are another year later and there's that um i do think both parties were in the wrong like michael thomas should have been much more vocal so communicated from from jump like hey this is going on with me you know, with my rehab, with you guys where I'm at, you know, um, we'll see how things happen. I get back in June. And a team like Sean Payton shouldn't even say anything about, oh, yeah, we told Michael Thomas to have surgery, you know, back after the season was over. But he decided on his own to 
you know, rehab on his own. Like that should mean like been set behind closed doors. You don't tell it to the media. Like those type of things, you just you keep close to the vest. You do that in the locker room. You just say, "Hey, right. we're in discussions." That's it. Point blank. Period. So, and the whole report came out about how you know he avoided them for three months. That should never came out. So, yeah, it's part of the business of NFL. So yeah, I agree that that those comments should have been in a locker room. They shouldn't have been on a social media presser. That that shouldn't have been something that was talked about. And I, that's that's why I have an issue with it. And the Saints are are kind of bad about that. Like, you know, it's and it's like very innocuous statements, the statements that are made that don't seem bad, but they paint people in a negative light. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what it seems like happened with 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 Michael Thomas, like the statement, you know, yeah, we wish he would have got the surgery earlier and this, that and the other, so on and so forth. And I'm like, well, he didn't. Exactly. So now just move on. Just move on. That's it. That's all you can do. So the benefits, so yeah, Oh yeah, no, I, I feel like that'll be good. I mean I'll be looking forward to him being on the field in September sometime, maybe early October. And that being that. Definitely October. Definitely October. October. Yeah. And then, you know, we uh and, and Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas hooking it up hooking up plenty throughout the year. Or him. <laughs> Have fun with so Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas hooking it up plenty throughout the year. <laughs> Uh, okay, if you say so. Because Lord knows I, I I don't want Taysom Hill to be our starting quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Hurts look good, though. My man. Right. So, speaking of moving on, there's there's two gentlemen who, who apparently – Moved on in a very, very poor way. Very poor. <laughs> they, they, they moved on in a way that was not the way they should have moved on. They did not, as has been said, understand the assignment. When you make it to the pros, the assignment is to get paid. Especially in the NBA, brothers put up six points, two rebounds, and one assist, and be getting sixty million dollars. And I'm all for it. I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, the gentleman we are referring to referring to is none other than uh, Victor Oladipo and Dennis Schroeder. Um, Dennis Schroeder has come under fire, you, you know, got much more recognition as of late because Dennis Schroeder had a four-year 80, was it 80, 84 million? 84 million. Four years, $84 million offer from the Los Angeles Lakers. They said, Schroeder, we're going to invest in you because we feel like you can be an asset to this team we're building. And you know what Schroeder said? Nah. I'm good, love. <laughs> I'm good, love. Yeah, baby. I'm not, a, not, I, I'm not interested in $84 million I want less. I mean, more money. Uh, 
Cub basically said he wanted to bet on black on a craps table when the only thing that's came up all night is red. Man. And Cub crapped out because he signed a one-year contract with the Boston Celtics for $5.9 million. Apparently, he tried to get $9.5 million, and they said, no. You can say reverse that. 5.9. So what we're going to do is flip these numbers around here because we're not going to give you this because you're desperate right now. And you played yourself because you should have had $84 million. And instead, you don't. So, and you know it's bad, too, when uh, he was don't give a death <laughs> by uh, Charlie Man of God. So, yeah. Bruh. I mean, yeah. it's tough. Like, I understand betting on yourself. And I'm with it. I'm all about betting on yourself, actually. I think it's a great thing. I think people should bet on themselves. I think people should take those risks. I think people should went but you know you bet when the betting's good see the lakers are like in win now mode and they said we want to keep you for the long haul because we believe in you and you said i don't believe in me as much as you believe in me or something equally stupid like I believe in me, but a whole lot more you guys are offering. Right. Like, like I don't I don't yeah, I don't know how much he believed in him. But apparently the Lakers was the only people in agreement to to some degree. And then that was it. I mean, so, had he played better in the playoffs, he would probably, you know, guy what he wanted, but the fact that he turned it down and he played so poorly down the stretch is like Bro, we see what you did. Like, we want to part to you. Right. They, it's it's tough because it's like you want to see young brothers do well. You want to see them be successful. You want to see them secure the bag. And it's like, I, I, I think about like, who is, who is in this man's circle that advised him to turn down $84 million? Fire his agent like yesterday. Oh, the agent got to be fired immediately. Immediately, dog. You got a four-year, eighty-four million dollar, bro. That's twenty-one million dollars a year. Twenty-one and million dollars a year contract. And he's limited. Like, I mean, he's decent. Like, he's a, he's probably you know he's, he's more, not. He's he's a he's a third-tier player. He's, he's a, like he's a, a good, bench guy. Let's be real. Yeah, he's, he's a bench guy. He's like your seventh or eighth guy. He's a good, like, backup point guard, but not a starter. And the fact that he turned that down because he, he won $100 million, it's like, bro, what is you smoking? Like, up to that point, you're playing decent, but not, you know. Not $100 million dollars worth of basketball. No, not at all. So, and then even more so. Honestly, I feel like it worked out good in the Lakers' favor because then they oh, yeah, were able absolutely. to add all the pieces they added. Melo, and got Westbrook. Westbrook. Cool. Guess who they got? Russell Westbrook. Really? So we saved uh, that $84 oh, million and just gave it to Russ. Basically, and then added Carmelo, Ariza, a whole bunch of, you know, veterans on, on, on the minimum. 
all yep. of the guys. So it's one of those things where it's like, thank you for helping out the team. You played yourself. In the words of DJ <laughs> congratulations. You're no longer required. <laughs> you played yourself. There's uh, no longer required. There uh, be a time. There's a door. Right. So, someone who also played themselves is none other than uh, Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, I feel like he's a better player than Schroeder. Yes. Would that, be, would that be like is, a is fair? Injuries. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. He's definitely a better player. It is more so he's been hit hard with injury bugs. So, right. like, bro, why would you turn down $100 million contract knowing your injury history? So, the Pacers offered him four years, $113 million. Mm-hmm. He said no. Right. And then he was offered a second chance by Houston, apparently. They offered him two, two years, $45 million, and he rejected that as well. And he signed a one-year veteran minimum contract with the Miami Heat. So he's like, what, 28, 29, I think? Yeah. So, the only reason I would kind of give him the benefit of the doubt is the Pacers are not really a winning franchise. Same thing for Houston. They're kind of in the rebuild mode after the James Harden trade. Signing with Miami, they are legitimate, you know, contenders in the East. So, maybe he figured, okay, I was signing their minimum with Miami, play my role, and maybe cash out big next year. And hopefully I play a big role this year and, you know, get paid somewhat decent money next year in open market. Probably get a max contract, but maybe something, you know, maybe like a, you know, two-year, $40 million contract. Who knows? So, 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 you know what the veteran minimum for him is? Like, one point something. Two million three hundred twenty thousand and forty-four dollars. That's still good money. <laughs> I mean, I take two million dollars. Yeah, no, I, I mean any regular person would yeah, take two million dollars. Yeah. His salary, yeah. his last contract extension was twenty eighteen. It was like twenty one million. Mm-hmm. He got five. He got offered five times that. He got offered so you don't think about where he's playing. You only. Care where he's playing though, like that don't matter. So, so let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep it one hundred. Um, he's not a franchise changing player, right? The only way he wins the ring is if he plays with somebody else. He's probably not going to be a guy that plays 15, 20, you know, 16, 17 years in a league. He's already played eight. He got drafted in 2013. Uh-huh. This will be this will be nine. This will be his ninth year in the NBA. So at this point, like you take the money. 
Because a contender, if you wanted to wait for a contender, you don't sign a contract then. You sit out, you get healthy, you know, you like, you know, I'm going to see who's going to offer me a contract. Like, I want to, you you make it on. I want to play with a contender. I want to play with a Lakers. I want to play with a Brooklyn. I want to play with a Milwaukee. I want to play with a, you know, a Clippers, a Phoenix, something like that, you know? Yeah, I got you. I want to play, you know, Denver, you know, Jazz, you know, somebody that was in contention. Instead, mm-hmm. like we know Indiana wasn't in contention. Okay, cool. You you're probably not gonna get picked up by one of those teams that's trying to win now. So what do you do? You take the 113 million dollars, you take the 23, 24 million dollars a year, 24.25 million dollars a year, and you run with the fucking bag. <laughs> like dog like you never have to yeah. you gotta, here's the thing you play for four more years you can retire after from the NBA after playing for 13 years you never have to work again your kids don't ever have to work again because reasonably your 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 earnings exceed probably somewhere around 150 million dollars yes so let's keep it 100 like Yo, you don't have to work. Your kids don't have to work. And if you get, like, you, if you got a decent accountant and somebody to invest your money properly, you good. Yeah. Like, you don't have to work ever. Your kids don't have to work. Their kids don't have to work. Your money is making money for generations. And it's, what do you do? You said, I'm good. I said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> what do you one. say? Nah. Not play. Nah, I'm a, I'm a bet on me. So, like, I'm going to be honest with you. You're not Brian. You're not Melo. Like, Melo in his, like, 18th year could say, I'm a bet on me and come out good. Melo not about to get a $100 million contract from nobody either. But you know what Melo is doing? Playing on the fucking Lakers. Yes, sir. About to, about to contend for a ring. Let's go. Lake but show. That's, that's the thing. Like, hey, everybody, I just want to let you know that I said no to $113 million. I love y'all, though. You know, if I was married and I played in the NBA and I told my wife, I said, babe, they offered me four years, $113 million. And you know what I said? If that answer is no, I'm not making it. <laughs> at the house, <laughs> Duh. I'm no, I'm not living. Oh my Duh, god! You dead. Like, like you, you, you dead. Like you, you stupid. Like you got, I gotta start questioning your sanity. Like I gotta take you and get you checked out by them people in them white coats that put you in the jacket that make you hug yourself. Mm-hmm. Four years, like, cause you not. You you're basically you know Dennis Schroeder. You and Schroeder are the same person. I mean, he's an all deep, but he was an all. He's a former all. He's he played, he's been an all star, but not Schroeder. He's not a sense of uh, all star game. So it's like, bro, it was like you're offered to play with the Lakers, a 
championship contender. You're over $21 million live in Los Angeles of all places. A place that's not snow, that's good weather. You decide to turn that down and now your ass is going to all the way to the East Coast in the snow. You get paid five million dollars, almost six million dollars. Uh, he making more than Ola Depot. Ain't gonna be a backup at that too. He was from being a starter so, to a backup in the code. And you know what's okay. gonna happen? The Lakers might fool around and sign Isaiah Thomas to play your position. And they guess what? You know what they're gonna do? Not offer him eighty-four million dollars. They're oh, gonna pay no. him the veteran minimum, which will be like three, two, three million dollars. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna play for it. And then he might get on with somebody else because he just scored 81 points in the game in a pro-am because he's healthy for the first time in like two years. And I'm happy for him, but nah, I'm good on that. Nah, bruh. The, the, the crazy thing is, though, it's like all you had to do is not fuck it up. Make sure you did. It's all you had to do, not screw it up. Bet you did. You both did. Both of y'all. Both y'all. You know, I think we just need to sit back as a collective and understand that this is a this is a prime example of why it's important to have friends that cuss you out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely the friends the the people that you call and be like yo they offered me four years 113 million dollars and that friend be like bitch if you don't take that contract yeah you but, need but, you need, but, you need but, circle around you for sure like you gotta evaluate your circle like you gotta evaluate your starting five cause cause your starting five in real life is suspect yeah, bro. Cause... Oh, y'all, you y'all playing with like everybody's stupid. Stupid is a stupid does. Bro, everybody <laughs> dumb when the whole squad's stupid. Man, like, yeah, bro. Go ahead, turn that contract. You make more money than that. She okay. Oh, them fighting that. words. Everybody gotta go. Everybody got Everybody, gotta everybody go. fired. Family Marketing fired. Agent. Friends fired. Cousins fired. You can't fire yourself, though. You need to fire yourself. You need to put yourself on suspension. (laughs) Simple suspension. (laughs) All of it. It's all bad. It's all bad. The Schroeder and Old Depot, good luck to y'all. Hopefully, I'll do something. Good luck to y'all. May you find peace amongst the stupids. (laughs) <laughs> they say ignorance is bliss y'all should be happy I couldn't say it better myself my brother so also just, just as a point of record uh, don't be like these young brothers out here getting these babies with these IG models and now you gotta pay that broad 200, 200 grand a month child support yeah, that's definitely not the way to go. Did did you did you see that? Uh, another young NBA player. Oh, so there's another one. Another one was PJ Washington, right? Yeah. Uh, another one. 
Uh, I think there was another one. I, I, I don't know. Understand. No, they said they had a they, they had another chick said she was looking for uh another young cat who was about to uh get drafted, and she was forty one, cut eighteen. Oh my god! I'm like, boy, these women out here that you need to charge them for that. <laughs> oh, that's that, uh, that just sick in the head. It's a child. The child, eighteen, like, come on, man. E forty one. Don't even start on that. I lose my mind. Trying these people. Take advantage of the young. Come on, I man. just. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean, here's the thing. Like one, like this is also a failure of your circle. I don't care how fine, like, I'm going to be honest with you. If I was going to the NBA, if I was going pro in anything, cause you know the first thing I'm going to do? Get a vasectomy. <laughs> you could get it reversed. Dog, I'm shooting straight blanks, cuz. It's like, damn, life I get pregnant. <laughs> Dog, ain't nobody getting pregnant around this beast. And guess what? If you do, it ain't mine. You know why? Blanks. So I got the receipts too for my surgery. Look, got the receipts right here. That DNA test, baby, we're gonna go on Mari because I'm gonna shame you. I'm gonna be out there, I'm gonna be dunking on your ass on Mari. I'm gonna bring a basketball goal out. I'm gonna jump from the free throw line on that ass. Cause you know what? It ain't mine. And I'm probably uh, IG live too. Look, IG live, Twitter live, TikTok live, Snapchat live, Facebook live, live on everything. Bruh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> blanks. Uh, like, I mean, I just look at it like you gotta you gotta protect yourself. So, like, what you gotta do, though, I'd be like, look, get that get that vasectomy, fam. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, you if you ain't got no old lady, if you ain't got no kids, dog, you you 18, 19 years old, 20 years old getting drafted. Dog, you can have a kid when you're 30. Mm. Put some put some sperm, put some of your little woldies in the bank. Keep them on ice for 10 years. Stack your bread. No babies. What Lil Wayne's mm-hmm. uh, album was called, Banging the Gap, No Ceilings. This would be called No Babies. No babies, no child support. None of that. N- n- yet, nine, none of it. None of it. Because uh, I'm just sitting here like, like, duh. Like, now, mind you, 200K a month is a lot. Cuz only make, cuz contract was like 7.8 million. His rookie deal was 7.8 million. You know, 200, 200 grand a month is like, it would, it would end up being like 30% of his income, which is a lot. But two hundred thousand a month. That's a like, month, and all she had to do was swallow a couple nuts. Like, how do you come up with that number? Dog, like, child sports, they they trifling. I don't even want to talk about it. But yeah, my god, that's it's, it's, it's astronomical. It's retarded. They uh, is that for is that for one kid? That's for one, one kid? kid, one baby, one baby. No I'm gonna tell you. You know what I do? I sue her for custody. 
and say the only reason she got the baby is to support herself because she can't support herself no other way. And so she's using this as a way to extort money for me. So I, if she, I, I would rather just take care of the child full time. Because it'll cost less than 200000 a month to take care of the child. Because we were never married or anything like that. Maybe that could be an idea of an episode as far as and kind of really break it down because it, to me it just seems ridiculous that you would ask for two hundred thousand dollars to take care of a child. Yes, right. child, children are children are expensive. I, I, I understand that. Now as a parent, I understand that. But two hundred thousand dollars is ridiculous on so many levels. Right. No, absolutely. Right. Two hundred thousand a month. Not for even two hundred thousand a year. The year, okay, maybe I I can understand that to yeah, a certain that's, degree. That's rem- that is super fair, bro. Twenty grand a month, dog. You know how good people will live on twenty grand a month. A lot of people. I'm just saying, like, even with that, I okay, that's still a little high to me. But okay, I can understand that. But a month, make, you know, his thing could make seven million dollars, two hundred grand a year. I ain't even tripping. He, he he estimated to make fourteen million after no, over the next two years. Cool, two hundred grand a year, not even tripping. That baby ends will be met like a motherfucker. But this is a month, not a year. This is a month, right? Well, I tell you, that's just yeah. I said for another episode because <laughs> I'm I'm gonna so, say the thing about that. Let's more. let's let, I wanna I wanna close out with this. Uh, family friends everyone listening here's what you need to do make sure you got somebody in your circle that understands your assignments you always had that uh everybody always had that person that that knew how to get the job done sometimes you're not that person and you need that person in your circle so make sure you always have somebody that that understand the assignment and that will cuss you out when you don't seem to understand the assignment. And don't get offended because they're keeping you 100. Yes. Yes. You need people in your life to keep it real with you and understand that you have your best interest at heart. Right. You know, man, I want to hear it, but you need it. That you part. need it in your life to balance everything out. That part. So... My brother, it was a good one. It's been a pleasure, sir. As always, yeah, make sure y'all subscribe to us. Y'all follow. Subscribe, follow, like, listen, like share. All that good stuff. All that good and we'll stuff. See y'all, we'll see y'all next week. Yes, sir. It's Daily Dollar Short Podcast, and we are out. Peace. Peace. And that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.